You're listening to the Her Business Beat podcast, where real women share how purpose drives profits and how life harmony can exist with your hustle. I'm Geneva Maresma, the founder of Hearts and Heels, a networking group for women where we work together for flourishing businesses and come together through enriching education and joyful relationships. Whether you're a part-time business owner or a fast-scaling entrepreneur who is also a conscientious leader, you can create soul-led success by fueling your greatest ambitions with pure heart. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of cab, pop in your AirPods, and get ready to check your purpose pulse to create work that matters and the success you desire. Today's episode, we're going to explore a word that's scary for many, including myself, and that's change. And I'd like to dedicate this episode to someone who was a mentor to me in so many ways, although I never met him, Mr. Dave Hollis. I'm sure like me, several of you were rocked by his death. It's been a long time since the death of someone in the limelight who I didn't personally know felt personal, like the loss of a friend. I know I was rocked because he shook my life with his transparency, his big, big heart, and the wisdom that he picked up along the shores of the journey we call life. So this episode is for someone that I'm going to seek to meet on the other side of eternity. I have this little leather-bound journal that was gifted to me, and in it I write the words of impact from books or podcasts, maybe someone that I'm listening to um, speak, and I just jot things that impact me. I knew the topic I wanted to share with you today, and fittingly, as I was sitting with my coffee this morning, opening the pages of that same journal, a fitting quote by Dave jumped off one of the pages, and it said this, I left what I know for what I needed. Let those words sink in. What creature comforts in your life or in your work are you hanging on to, and what is holding you back from making the changes that you need? Hear those words again. I left what I know for what I needed. So with today's talk, I am preaching to the choir. So I'm going to give you a little story of what's currently happening. So I've shared on some of the other episodes that I have been a business owner for going on 17 years. And most of those years has been as a full-time pediatric speech language pathologist. I realized a dream of entrepreneurship in 2006 I was young, I was ambitious, and I knew that I wanted to change healthcare for children and families. So I started this journey of entrepreneurship, and it's been amazing. I have had the privilege of working with the best families, of watching children say their first words, watching children learn how to read, and being part of all of that. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. But... The pandemic came in 2020, and I had a little more time on my hands. I had shifted my caseload that was four days a week, four very full days, to three telehealth days. So I had a long weekend from Friday to Monday. And in that time, I sat with my thoughts. I sat with comprehending what was going on in my business and the changes that were happening for so many others. I also sat with another business that I had started back in 2018 which was copywriting. Now it was something that I was doing on a very part-time scale. I didn't really advertise. It was kind of just word of mouth. But there was something in copywriting that just gave me this joy. And it was something that I hadn't felt in a long time. And if I'm being really, really honest with myself, 
it sparked a flame in me that I used to feel with therapy and found that I wasn't feeling in the same way anymore. So I'll tell you, with that understanding and introspection came a lot of guilt. Why? Why, if my purpose was to serve others, why wasn't I feeling passionate about the work that I was doing? And as I contemplated that, the answers also came too. Mind you, it didn't come overnight. I'm talking about something that I started feeling in 2020, and we are in 2023 now, so three years of journeying with this thing. So little by little, as I started to realize the joy in something new and pull away from something old and still grapple with the feelings of guilt and not knowing why something I've done for so long felt like it needed to decrease in my life, not necessarily come to a close, but set in a different place. I wasn't quite sure what all of it meant, all the feelings, but I just knew that the path was forward and the path involved change. So I decreased from four days a week to three days a week to two days a week with kids. And as I did that, as I created space in my life, the other journey grew. Writing grew tremendously. And I could sit and write all day long and just be in the happiest space in my life. I blossomed in this soil that I watered for years as a therapist. And I probably over-identified myself with the label and the title and the letters behind my name as a therapist. But the seeds of our purpose aren't wrapped up in letters behind our name, titles, education, even our successes. The purpose was deeper. The seeds were pouring into people, loving on them, connecting them, and shining light on their stories. And I did it for little people, for kids, for years. So you see, it's the same things that I've always done, but it's time to let the bloom fall to prune myself for a new season of growth. So I want to challenge you. Maybe it's time for you to leave your corporate job. Maybe it's time for you to grow the business that you're in, hire, expand, scale. Or perhaps it's your time to leap straight into something new, just like I did. Here's a few tips to get ready for the next changes that you know you need to make. First, I want you to stop asking yourself if you need to do this. I wasted so much time doing this. I kept asking myself, do I really need to change? Do I really need to go forward with this thing that feels scary? And it's only scary because it's different. You already know the answer to that. If it's been pressing on your heart and tugging at you and pulling you towards it, you already know, yes, you need to do this. So there's a part two to this step, and that's that you need to believe in yourself and believe in your past successes. When we see change ahead, the first thing that happens is that we see this flashing red light that tells us that failure could be imminently ahead as well. But think about where you've come from. And I will tell you that you have a success track behind you. You have to believe in your specific talents and your giftings. And if there's something you're lacking in your knowledge base, you've got to be brave enough to go seek it. If this is something you really, really want, Make yourself excellent. Present yourself excellently for the steps ahead so that you can attain the thing that you want that will bring you the joy that lies in your purpose. So step two, you're going to have to prepare for the financial changes that may come. 
This is a practical step. But let's be real. If you're going from something that's income, that's corporate, that's uh, full-time business on one side, and like me, you have to leave that for something else, you've got to prepare for an income shift. It may not be that you pull the plug on something immediately, but you make a plan. So for me, it's been three years in the works of weaning from one thing into the next thing so that I could pay my bills and do all the things that I need to do for myself and my husband. But speak to people who've done what you're trying to do. They are out there. And with the internet, you can definitely find them. Have a nest egg. Be preparing. Put away what you need to so that you can make that leap and do so comfortably. Speak to your financial advisor, talk to your accountant, get the input of the people who know you and know your financial picture and take all that into account, but do set a plan. Don't be waiting for the day where all of it lines up for you to make the jump because I promise you that will never happen. But if you make the plan ahead and you look at it on paper and you tell these people, they'll hold you accountable. This actually happened to me last week. So I'll make a plug for someone that I do adore. Um, my financial advisor, most people probably can't say that, right? My financial advisor is a great friend of mine, Nate Goldenberg. We met uh, through a leadership program in our local chamber of commerce, became quick friends. I realized I knew his wife from working with children. She was also working in the field with kids. And we hit it off as friends. And then I ended up hiring him to to guide me financially. So we sat in his office last week, just catching up over our different businesses. And I told him what this tug was on my heart, that even though I decreased to two days a week with kids, that I felt like I was supposed to even decrease more. And you might think, well, how can you decrease on two days? Well, when I'm working with kids two 12-hour days, a decrease to maybe two five-hour days is a big jump. And it would provide basically another open day for me to pursue my joy right now, which is writing for women in business and also for my networking group, which I love pouring into. So I spoke to him about this. And of course, you know, thinking he's the financial guy, I told him, I said, I'm a little bit scared. And we sat and we talked and he heard me out and then he helped me unjumble all the stuff that was in my brain. And we talked about a plan that made sense, the things that I knew I needed to do next when would be the appropriate time to do them this year. And he said something to me that was so impactful, and I didn't share this with him, so if he listens to this, he told me, he said, I feel like you're a beach ball being held down, and at any point you're going to just pop up. But he told me that I needed to create the space for that. I left his office, and that has resonated with me since, and that was last week. So you're the same way. I know there's something inside of you, and You have to understand like you're going to be kept underwater and suppressed until you give space for that thing to release and you allow the hands to come off of it. So the next thing I want you to do, so after you have stopped asking yourself if you need to do this and you've prepared for this financial change ahead, I want you to visualize what you're after and really feel the feeling of attaining what it is that you seek. Put yourself mentally in that space please get a journal. Get a journal. There is some power to writing. And I don't say that just because I'm a writer. But when you write down, simple phrase, when I attain blank, when I grow blank, when I change and I'm finally working full time in blank, when I scale my business to blank, I will feel 
write it down. Whatever it is, freedom, more love in my life, have more time for my passions, be able to finally see a dream come true, finally grow the digital course that I've been wanting to to create and build, whatever that is, write it down, visualize that, visualize what it is to get on the other side. I'm a horrible, crappy runner. And there was a time where I used to jog. I only did it because it was a good calorie burn, not because I loved it. I was never one of those people that thought that running was just great. But it kept me fit. I would struggle to run. I remember the first mile, finally got myself up to three. But even at that point, I had to visualize my end point. I had to remember where I was running to so I could have the stamina and the energy to actually get there. Otherwise, without visualizing the end, I probably would have stopped halfway. But when I could see the end, it was insight. It gave me the power to continue pressing towards it. So the next thing I want you to do is be sure, friend, that you are surrounding yourself with community and not just anyone in the community. Find people who also believe in you. Find people who are on upward moving paths. Find people who are positive in the way that they think. Because those are the people that aren't going to be trying to put your idea down, compete with you whenever you get a win and they don't. And they will be the ones that will push you when you need it towards the thing that you told them that you want. That's called accountability and you need those people. So here's the thing. When we can see each piece of our lives as a stop along the way to our full greatness and purpose and not as the next destination. But just knowing that you're supposed to sit at a stop, take up residence for a while, build something there, but know that there's also something to build elsewhere. And that what you're building is the best expansion of your energy and overflow of your talents at this place in time. That, people, is purpose. And when purpose is set in a place and it's accomplished in that place, it's time to pack up and move to the next stop. So the next stop for you might be a place of planting again, putting down your roots for a while, or maybe it's just a place of picking up a few souvenirs in the form of people that you didn't even know you needed, expanding your experiences, or gaining some life lessons that we all need to find to have the fortitude and equipment for the next chapter. So today, I just want to encourage you that whatever's sitting on your heart is the thing that you're supposed to go towards. You need to pursue it. Stop asking yourself the question of if I should change. The answer is yes, you need to go towards that change. And I say that to you as I'm saying that to myself today. So we'll hold each other accountable. I hope you have a blessed day. And I also want to remind you one more thing before I sign off. The fear of change. Let's see if we can talk to that for a minute. And I'm going to get a little spiritual here. We're going to go to church today, but hang with me. If you're an entrepreneur, you are a creator by nature. I'll take it a step further for those of you like-minded in faith with me. You were designed by a creator in his image. And part of that image is the seed of the creator divinely placed inside of you. You would not be working your part-time business or raking your full-time income and scaling if you weren't a creator. So don't be afraid of the changes ahead. Be more afraid of how you'll feel when you get stagnant and you lose the joy of creating new things because that is what you were made to do. So let's create together and let's move towards change. Let's hold each other accountable. 
thanks for tuning in to Her Business Beat. I hope you found some sunshine for your business journey or heard something that made your purpose pulse beat faster. Please hit subscribe, write us a review, and share this episode with a friend. Tune back in for new episodes soon.